the Howling Monkey Reads Comics. Today is Sunday, October 15, 2017. Let's take a look and see what's happening in the funnies together, shall we? I hope everyone is having a good week, or had a good week, is about to have a good week. Uh, interesting development in my life is that, um, is that, that my wife has suddenly become a vegetarian, and uh, she tries to sell it. You know, she's not pushing on us, but she's trying to sell it. Like last night, she, she informed me that she had jackfruit tacos. When I expressed some concern about jackfruit tacos, she said, oh, don't worry. It has the same texture as an artichoke. So that's the selling point is that it could be an artichoke taco. So, um, you know, I wish her well because there's many good reasons to do that. But being able to have an artichoke textured taco is not among them. All right, moving on to our first comic of the day. It is Herman by Jim Unger. In this episode, there is a prisoner, and we know he's a prisoner because he has those those black and white stripes that that uh, prisoners wear in, in, in movies mainly. And he's talking to his lawyer, and he goes, hey, do you think you can get me probation? And the lawyer goes, well, with your 38 previous convictions, I think I can convince the judge that with you behind bars and out of circulation, it could jeopardize a rewarding career. And the con... The prisoner says, hey, I don't have a career. And the lawyer goes, no, 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 not yours. I mean mine. And the joke here is that the lawyer is making a lot of money off of the prisoner because he is a recidivist, a repeat offender, if you will. And so he has to pay him a lot of money. That's a joke there. Our next comic of the day is Arlo and Janice. And the Okay. In this episode, I'm trying to make sense of this. Hold on. Janice is emptying the dishwasher and she dumps. Apparently the way she empties the dishwasher is to just dump all the silverware in, into the counter or the floor. I, we can't tell. She's just dumping the silverware out. And in the final, pa and that's it. There's three panels of Janice pulling out silverware and dumping it. And in the third panel, the final panel, rather, the fourth panel, Arlo comes in and goes, hey, was that my phone? <laughs> the joke, I think, I think is that he confused clanging silverware with a ringtone. Uh, I don't know what ringtone he's using that leads him to think that, but that's uh, the, the joke is that his hearing is not good. I, I guess... That's, I, I, I'm unclear what's going on. There, it's possible, it looks from the pictures that she's really, she's taking out the basket of silverware, taking it over to somewhere, and then just like dumping it. And then Arlo says, where's my phone? And Janice looks ashamed or caught in a, I do not, I, okay, mark it. I'm completely stumped on this one. No earthly idea what's happening or why it's supposed to be funny. Uh, I, that's Arlo and Janice. Okay, moving on to our next comic du jour is Brian Crane's Pickles. In this episode, uh, Mr. Pickles' grandson is asking Mr. Pickles for some candy. He goes, can I have a piece of candy? And, uh, Mr. Pickles goes, well, what's the rule about candy? And the kid goes, what? No candy until after lunch. And Mr. Pickles goes, no, that's grandma's rule. Grandpa's rule is get one for me too, because the joke the joke here is that uh, Mr. Pickles loves candy. That the end. It's a joke. Likes 
So get him some. Our next comic of the day is Stephen Bentley's Herb and Jamal. In this episode, a uh, minister is sitting at the counter at the soul food restaurant that Herb and Jamal own. And um, there's a guy sitting next to him who's sighing. And the, the minister goes, I know I'm going to regret this, but I'll ask. Hey, you, you know, you look like you have something on your mind. What's going on? And that guy goes, you know, funny, you should ask. And then blah, 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 blah for, for panel, several panels. And the minister goes... You know, they say talk is cheap, but in his case, the supply seems to far exceed the demand. And the joke here is that this guy's talking a lot. And um, the, the law of supply and demand in economics is, of course, that the, the, the lower the supply, the higher the demand, or vice versa, or something. I am not an economist, but that's what my understanding is. So the point is, is that... that uh, his talk is super cheap because the supply is so high and the demand is so very, very low. <sighs> All right. Next comic of the day is Brad and Paul Anderson's Marmaduke. And I'd like to point out it takes two people to create Marmaduke. In this episode, a uh, cat jumps up on top of Marmaduke's house and hisses. And uh, Marmaduke's annoyed but doesn't really do anything. And then the next door neighbor pops his head over the fence. The fence is bright white, and the neighbor's face is exactly the same shade of white as the fence, thus creating an eerie look. Uh, and this guy goes, hey, what's the matter? Cat got your tongue? And Marmaduke goes, hmm? He doesn't say, hmm. He actually has a question mark. So that was more of a Scooby-Doo. Uh, and so Marmaduke has a question mark, and then he runs into the bathroom and looks in the mirror to confirm the fact that he still has his tongue. And the joke here is that a dog took an idiom literally. The you know the old saying "cat got your tongue" meaning why are you being quiet? But the dog understood the literal meaning. But he's so stupid that he couldn't figure out that there's a <sighs> metaphorical meaning to that statement. <laughs> Dumb dog. Um, oh, oh, we also learn in dogs gone fun. Dog gone funny. The feature that comes with Marmaduke every Sunday. That uh, the Johnsons have a Labrador Great Dane uh, named Emma, and that Emma's mama's girl, and if the, the wife comes home, Emma will break through the dog gate to make sure she's okay. And if, if, uh, if however, the husband Mark sneezes, Emma just ignores him. Well, that's, that's, that's heartwarming. Dogs. Our next comic of the day is The Wizard of Id by Hart. Master Aini and Parker take three people to do the Wizard of Id. In this episode, uh, the uh, the wife of the wizard is in the kitchen, which is a modern day kitchen. It has a refrigerator and a sink, but they live in some weird medieval kingdom, and I don't understand this anachronism. Perhaps, perhaps there's a time portal from which they got a frigidaire. I don't know. Anyhow, she's sitting there doing the dishes, and uh, she keeps hearing pop 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 and she goes through the house going hey wizard what's going on and she keeps saying pop 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 finally she goes outside after six panels or so of this five say yeah six panels she goes outside and uh the wizard has got a wand and he's popping leaves as they're coming off the tree just zapping them and she goes ah doing some raking i see the, the joke here is that the wizard is using significant magic to avoid a menial task so instead of actually raking the lawn, he is using 
nightmarish arcane powers from the abyss to get leaves. And that's kind of funny right there. I I hope he, he gets them all. I, I, I don't know, man. He's just using magic to get leaves. Our next comic of the day is Mother Goose and Grimm by Mike Peters. In this episode, the dog, who is Grimm, that's his name, is sitting next to a birdcage, and Mother Goose says, and obviously the dog's been bothering her for food, goes, look, if you're hungry, just take an appetite suppressant. And in the next panel, the birdcage is open, the bird's gone, and the dog's smiling. He ate the pet bird because Mother Goose wouldn't give him his food. And that's that's kind of funny funny right there. Because uh, he, he, the, uh, he ate another pet. Our next comic of the day is Hagar the Horrible by Dick Brown. That's Dick with no C. In this particular episode, the uh, they're all sitting around in a bar. And Lucky Eddie, who is the Viking with a funnel for a hat, is saying, you know, women are a mystery for me. And he turns to Hagar and says, but please don't tell me the ending. And the spoiler alert. And then, okay. Then, in the next panel, there's a barmaid who is, who is sh- strikingly beautiful. Uh, I mean... She really, I mean, she really is pretty hot. I'll, I'll give him that. Anyway, I, Lucky Eddie's saying, hey, how do I get a woman like that to go out with me? And Hagar says, why, just flatter her, you know? And he goes, oh, Eddie goes, that that sounds great. And then he comes back and goes, ah, no luck now. And uh, Hagar goes, what, did you flatter her? And he goes, yeah, I did. I told her she was good, too good for me, and she agreed. Hi. And the joke, the joke here is that everyone knows that Lucky Eddie is a giant loser. Our next comic of the day is the oh, it's the Family Circus by Bill Keen. Let's see what these lovable little scamps are up to today. All right, in this episode, uh, the the grown-ups, uh, Big Bill and Vel, are getting dressed to go out, and the kids are all gathered around in their pajamas, and PJ is like standing right by Vel, pointing a bottle, accusing accusatorily at her, but. Uh, Billy, who is the group spokesman, says to them, Hey, which sitter are we getting? The one who's always on her phone or the one who falls asleep while we're watching movies? And the, That's it. The joke here is that uh, babysitters aren't 100% attentive, attentive and they'll uh, sometimes use their phones or fall asleep. And that's hilarious because these kids... Uh, aren't getting appropriate supervision or care while their parents are out. Ha-ha! Finally today, Andy Cap is drunk. This program was brought to you by Law Dog Productions, LLC. All content copyright Law Dog Productions, LLC. To contact us, email joe at thehowlingmonkey.com. And if you'd like to support The Howling Monkey can do so on Patreon at www.patreon.com backslash the howling monkey.